public speaking is important and will always be important. I mean, good public speaking skills, good communication skills. We can do that. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's Hello. rock and roll. Hello, Elizabeth. How are you? Hello, Peter. I'm well. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing fine. Great yeah. weather outside. Speaking yes. with you. Now, the first question, and I believe that you must have heard that question before. These are mm -hmm. special times. Yes, absolutely. What is actually the impact on your business, on the things you're doing? Mm hmm well yeah at the very very first beginning i was like okay this is not gonna have a lot of impact some of my trainings will be postponed and then we will pick up again uh, for the group training at least and the one-on-one -on -one coaching i can continue um and then yeah then of course yeah everything yeah was postponed and and uh, delayed mostly um and some clients yeah, don't want to do the online sessions because I can work online and I do that. Um, mm -hmm. But now, yeah, with some clients, I continue to work online. And I even, first, of course, I was like, oh my God, yeah, now there's no, nothing new is going to come in. But then um, I've, yeah, I've had some new clients since the crisis hits. So the business is uh, still up and running. So it's an opportunity for you? Um, is it an opportunity? I try to see new opportunities. I try to see yeah, both short term and long term. I think, um, well, I've, yeah, in public, I believe, I believe public speaking is important and will always be important. I mean, good public speaking skills, good communication skills. So whether that be live in a real life, I mean, outside, uh, not Zoom meeting um, situation or online, to be able to communicate no. confidently, effectively, it will always be important. And maybe I will coach now more people doing this online. The first thing, the funny thing, yeah, well, funny, yeah, the first assignment I was working on during the crisis was for a big client of mine, very big company, and I coach, yeah, one of the CEOs. Um, and it's often with regards of, to of his performance in the webcast, eh, internal webcasts. Oh, okay thousands of people and then uh, how does he speak how does it go to them and so and i but it was often then reactively uh, they would send me the recordings of the past webcasts and then i would we would look at it together and i would give feedback mm -hmm. and and we would work on on, on some techniques and and, and stuff mm -hmm. but now i said okay uh very well it's uh, always easy to give feedback afterwards but maybe it's yeah. a good idea next time i i help you prepare proactively yeah so i did as uh, they had the next um I went to Switzerland just like just before we all had yeah. to stay home, last coaching over there. And then on the 31st of March, there was the big webcast. And then I was involved via email on the script and then some online uh, Skype coachings to prepare. And, and that was, yeah, it was nice to do. And that also showed me that for people, for companies, there will always be, be a need. So, yeah. yeah. And also if I yeah, may, may add, um, I'm used to being agile and flexible and to adapt. Uh, my business has gone, I've gone through many phases so far and so has my business. So of course I didn't expect this and I, yeah, maybe I was not super happy and it has, it has impacted. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. But, um, 
yeah, it's not the first time that things cannot go as planned. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you're an, um, a coach for um, public speaking. Um, mm -hmm. You've coached already um, a couple of people who actually did an, a TED or TEDx. <laughs> what what do you find so passionate about public speaking? Is it something when you were like six that you were standing on a on a box or something and uh, you were speaking to everybody? Um, good question. So um, actually, yeah, okay. one of my one of my oldest memories was in the I was actually two when I went start going to kindergarten. Uh, they. Yeah, I, I wanted to go and now you cannot go so early, but I, I, I wanted to go because my brother was already going. I also wanted to go play with the kids. And one of my earliest memories was in the class that I wanted to play the, the teacher. And I was like, okay, kids, uh, sit down, listen, da, da, da. But then I was um, told not, not to speak up actually. Uh, but so we can say that there was already a will uh, inside of me, a desire to do so. And I, yeah, throughout later in school, I liked to do presentations and, and etc. Um, and then, well, yeah, uh, studying, uh, first job experience. I wasn't thinking of, of becoming a public speaking coach, but one of my early housemates, when I was in my first or second job in Brussels, she was a member of the Toastmasters Club. Yeah. So she introduced me to this public speaking and taking it to a next level. And so I was a member for, for quite some time. And that was my, my introduction to the world of, of public speaking. And because I was already working in communication and I've always seen how important it is to be able to express yourself and mm -hmm. for people to speak effectively, whether it be in meetings or um, job interviews, any, because for me, public speaking, is not just uh, the big keynote yeah. or the TED talk, it's really, in a career, every important speaking opportunity, every conversation that you have to be able to deliver to, yep. to and to be yourself and, and, yep. and whatever the, the, the goal is. Um, I find that so, I find it important. Um, and, and I love to help people with that and see them grow and, and make things possible for them via public speaking that yeah. they, they, maybe they didn't believe were possible. Yeah. Just like selling, a lot of people yeah, are afraid of it, eh? public speaking. Mm -hmm. They're afraid to speak up. Yes. <laughs> um, and they think indeed yeah. of the keynotes and they're like, but I'm not like that. I'm not an extrovert. Mm -hmm. Are you an extrovert or an introvert person? Me? Yeah. That's a, that's a good question. Uh, funny question. I remember, okay, in, when I received people management training when I was in a head of team, I mean, team manager job. And we were given the MBTI. The MBTI, yeah. No. Yeah. And because I was so convinced I was an extrovert. And then the, tech, the test nearly, I don't remember exactly, but it kind of put me into the introverted box. And I was like, yeah. no, no, I'm an extrovert. And then I don't know what I, maybe I tweaked it a little bit and answered to, but I ended up on the, on the extroverted side. But then I realized, yeah, that maybe I'm, I'm more in between and I, I consider myself ambivert. I love being yeah. around people, but I also need my alone time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, with MBA, MBTI also, there is a, there's a kind of percentage that you have for the E exactly. and the yeah. I and, mm -hmm. uh, now, for me, it's apparently uh, E, it's like, what is it, 69 of 96 or 98? Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah. but I don't really believe anymore about the, the mm. these kind of models, but that's another discussion. Um, mm. 
so when so you didn't start your company immediately when you uh, graduated you no, 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 no. So, so you 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 worked as a couple of years as an employee i mean mm -hmm. if i'm correct um six years ago you started your own company about yes. public speaking like coaching public speakers mm -hmm. i mean how was it like you had a bad boss like carola marx you had a bad boss or like uh, yuris yes. Welrat? he he told me um I, I was a VP of Telenet and I could not longer live like that because mm -hmm. I was not no, no longer myself because I was playing mm -hmm. the role. So mm -hmm. I had to quit. What was mm -hmm. for you the trigger to start your own adventure? There was yeah several triggers. Uh, yes, indeed. I also had a yeah, unpleasant experience with, with my boss. Okay. Um, so that was definitely uh, something that pushed me forward. Then I also realized that quite a lot of my good friends were, well, at least self-employed, maybe okay. not entrepreneurs, but self-employed. And then there is also the inspiration, my, my grandparents on my father's side, after World War II in the Kempen eh, near Turnhout, they started from scratch, from nothing, a cigar business. Okay. And that, yeah, grew really, really big. And um, so that's also always been uh, an inspiration and i know i wasn't self-employed i mean i didn't have my business yet in um my grandfather had passed away already but my grandmother i remember her saying oh i would love so much if one of my grandchildren they okay. would start their own business so it's nice now for me to know you know that she would have okay. wanted this and, yeah but it was like when you're 18 or 16 that you had that dream of becoming um, an entrepreneur or consultant or whatever you want to call it Actually, yeah, I remember in, in primary school, when they asked, what do you want to become later? I said, uh, bedrijfsleider. Okay. Like, yeah, CEO. The boss. Or, yeah, yeah. The boss. <laughs> yes. Lady boss. <laughs> so there was definitely already from an early age on this desire to, yeah. yeah. This, I guess it's also, yeah, desire for independence, doing your own thing. Uh, making, building something of your own, putting your mark out there. Yeah. And um, you are, for me, you are, you are a kind of an inspiration for the female entrepreneur because I believe that a lot of women, they mm -hmm. have a good idea, but they mm -hmm. are scared to leave their jobs and the, mm -hmm. to start a company, especially mm -hmm. when they become a mother or something. Uh, as you know, my yeah. wife is also an entrepreneur. I mean, mm -hmm. Were you afraid of that step or it was like, no, I'm going to do it? Um... <laughs> Very good question. Um, I have um, sometimes, yeah, when, okay, this, when the desire is bigger than the fear, you just jump. Okay. I w and was I afraid? Ha, oh, yes, of course. Yeah, I guess, yes. But I was also... I like adventure in a way. So hung yeah. being hungry for adventure. And I was never, you know, I've had a few jobs before I, I went on the entrepreneurial journey. So I was never also afraid to, you know, change jobs, start yeah. all over. Yeah. When I was uh, leaving for the Erasmus exchange, I was the only one of my year going to Bologna, yeah. just on my own. I was, yeah. uh, what, 20, going to Italy, no problem. I was actually, I was, how old? I was six when my mom put me on the bus alone from Turnhout to Antwerp, and then my aunt was uh, waiting there for me. So I was, um, from a young age, definitely, yeah, quite 
adventurous and not yeah. afraid to wanting to try new things. So was it scary? Yeah, of course, it was scary to become an entrepreneur, but then, you know, yeah, this longing for, for adventure, this, you know, wanting to try it. I was, I was pregnant with my first child or our first child when I decided, okay, no, actually already before it was the same. I want to become independent and I also wanted to have a kid. And I was like, okay, if I want to become an entrepreneur with one kid, I guess you can still get started. But if you have two, a second one, then it's probably a bit more complicated. So, and I was like, you know, let's just give it a try. I think like many, eh, let's try. And if it doesn't work out, we go back. Yeah. Then of course, after a few years, you realize that you don't, you don't want to go back. You can, you know, yes, theoretically, you can always go back to being employed, but. You're so used to being, do your own thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You learn, you grow so much, you learn new skills and it would be, yeah. And then the freedom, eh? again, the freedom. Is, and you, you have yeah. a daughter, eh? Yeah. I have a daughter. She's uh, going to be seven in spring and I have a son, Dor Iris and Dorian three and a half. So your, your, your daughter Iris, when she's like 16 or 18 and she comes yeah. to you, mama, mm -hmm. I want to start my own company, whatever form, eh? what would mm. you advise her? Mm. Well, the deal now, Peter, is that she um, continues with Montis, my company. But if she would come, actually, I would love her to come with some ideas. The earlier, the better. And then we can start um implementing them and she can test and she can you know fail fast and and okay. build confidence on that okay. that would be nice yes and would, would there be some kind of advice for mm. instance make sure you have a good accountant or um you have to follow a selling course or uh, mm. or or start with online marketing or i don't know funnel things or whatever would you advise yeah. to her yeah oh yeah for the i would one i would prefer that she'd learn a lot of things she comes she, that she'd learn from us eh? because online marketing the yeah. funnels yeah. i have yella eh? for that my yeah. husband um and also yeah we've done we've attended well we've done some business coaching ourselves and and sales trainings so she would i would be happy if she'd listen to us first like how we do it um hear from us and then of course i would also advise her to get as much training and, uh, as possible and not only training, but also go talk to other people, other entrepreneurs, what do they do? How do they do it? Why do they do it? So she can learn. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Now, um, so you have your own business, so your business is running on customers. How do you attract mm -hmm. those new customers mm -hmm. or they come automatically to you? Mm -hmm. Good question. I, um, yeah, especially in the months before the crisis, I really felt I had come to this point where clients came to me. They found me. They found me via via. They found me on the internet. They, they Googled public speaking and they found me. So I really felt that this was something that I wanted to achieve, to build a personal brand, to be visible, to make it easy for those needing my services to, to find me. So this means you don't have to sell anymore or no. And I think, and I think we both agree. Um, tell me eh, if, if you don't, but that in, in, when it comes to selling, I 
come from the assumption that, okay, I have a talent or I have developed a competence, I have an expertise with which I can help people. So mm-hmm. instead of thinking, oh, I have to like, um, like yeah, push, push, myself, push yeah. yeah, push myself towards people. It's more like, okay, people have a certain need and it's important that they can find me. So I have to be, I have to be visible. And um, actually I've done um, over, just before the Christmas break, I, I was launching my powerful presence program, a more high end, uh, you know, requiring a bit of an investment from from the participants and i wanted to oh oops um i wanted to uh have enough participants and then i was really picking up the call uh, the phone to to call to get in touch with people but it didn't feel like selling for mm-hmm. me it was okay i had actually okay oh sorry i'm gonna um, that's another prospect calling you no no <laughs> Uh, it's my father, but I'll call him later. Usually I put my phone on, on, on silence. Um, but so for the selling. So I was uh, launching my Powerful Presence program. Uh, a bit of an investment, okay, at 3,500 euros. So people, I also always say people are not just going to open their pocket for nothing. Eh? But, um, and I wanted people to come. But I've, in my head, I was like, okay, those people who want to do this, I need to help them guide them or accompany them yeah, yeah, yeah. listen to them have a conversation and accompany them then that okay i'm not gonna if this if it's not for you it's not for you i'm not gonna push you but if you feel this is something for you um you know sometimes people feel ah should i is this a good time so you listen to their you accompany them in their thoughts is this a good time and then i i don't push again i just give my honest answer and, um, and actually I had the feedback of one of the participants. She said, oh, Elizabeth, it's so great that you, that you did a follow-up and that we could talk about this, whether it was for me, whether it was the good moment. So it's really about um, listening a lot. Uh, there has to be a match. I never force people, you know, whenever people, I have an online application form, people fill it out. And then I always tell people, okay, we, we need to talk. Yeah, like we did, eh, Peter? Yeah, 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 yeah. Together, we talked a lot eh? <laughs> on the phone already. Um, my husband was like, "Ah, we have to close the deal." No, no, I said, "No, no, we have to talk. We have to talk. We have to talk." But you build, uh, you build a relationship of trust. Yeah. Because you will add the no like trust. Uh, you know about this. Uh, people have to know you, know that you exist. They have to like you. There has to be some, you know commonalities on, on values, how you look at the world, etc., etc. And most of all, they need to trust you as a person and as a professional. Uh, and especially also in public speaking, because in public, when, we, when I work with clients on public speaking, um, you know, they share a lot of personal stories as well. And yeah. so they need to feel that those yeah. are safe with me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but the, the thing for me, it was really about, uh, I wanted to work with the best of the best because, yeah, otherwise I can do it myself. I mean, I can look at online training or, or, or search on the YouTube. So I wanted to, to have somebody who is going to be honest and direct with myself with mm-hmm. the things that I can improve of. So I wanted to make sure that yeah. you had the ability. And second of that, it's also about having a kind of an, um chemical click. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, when you're feeling emotionally safe, that's when you can really this was not good. Okay. And I, I don't feel personally, um, how do you say that, um, offended. 
mm-hmm. but that's where the, the the space is to grow so i really wanted somebody to to push and there's also always mm-hmm. the, the likability factor of course and mm-hmm. and i think that's it's about authenticity i mean mm-hmm. you present yourself as a personal brand online and if that is the same as the person you are talking to and engaging to mm-hmm. the same the same like you just mentioned eh? i mean mm-hmm. that you're saying i mean if you feel that the other person like you was in a kind of form mm-hmm. of scarcity because I really need this mm-hmm. because I need to pay eh, the things to eat or something or yeah. more of a spirit of, Hey, I have enough clients and I really want to serve you. I want to create value mm-hmm. and I want to make mm-hmm. sure that I deserve you as a customer and the other mm-hmm. way around. Yeah. And, and then there is no negotiation about the price because it's all value because it's yes. indeed yeah, a yeah. huge investment, but you mm-hmm. are the result of all this. Eh? It's your fault. Eh? Because <laughs> the first video that I did was with you eh? three or four years ago. But it is. Yes. But yeah, it, yeah. it is. Because yeah. that was so scary to see myself. But I'm so used to yeah. that. And yeah. I actually love it. So yeah. Yeah, you start at the beginning of the curve. It feels very yeah. uncomfortable. But then at certain points, you know what to expect. And you accept also yourself. Yeah. And also your coaching. And then you know, I mean... You get over yourself in a way, right? Yeah. yeah. You get yeah. over yourself and you focus. That is always one of the tips that I give. It's not about you. It's about yeah, yeah the impact you want to make, make yeah. the legacy you want to leave. The, 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 yeah. Yeah, you want to be of value. You want to yeah. contribute something. You yeah. want to help people. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And, it, and the thing is also is that, uh, I mean, you can say a lot of words, but mm-hmm. that's the danger of it. It's good to have passion. But mm-hmm. you have to make sure, and that's the thing I, one of the things, you have to really mm-hmm. sell one idea, one vision, and that's the thing. And it's the way you, yeah, tell that story that you're going to convince. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of, lot of words. Mm-hmm. Now, um, what, what do you see then for you as actually the, the biggest obstacle that you are facing nowadays as a... Um, as a as a as a yeah, as a female entrepreneur, I mean, um, where you find that that's I mean, it's uh, yeah, I don't know, it it it's something that you find hard. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, for me personally, it's the marketing thing. I really underestimated the thing. I thought that creating mm-hmm. such a thing was uh, that was the thing. Yeah, but it isn't. That's the easy part. The rest, yes, everything. I mean, the website, the mailing list, all the things. Yeah, I mean. The Instagram, the LinkedIn, the social media, the stories, when you're going to publish it, the whole thing, it's so, it's so much work that yes. a lot of people only see, oh, it's a video. Yes, indeed. Now, yeah, it's, uh, marketing definitely is it's, it's bigger than one would think. Eh? It's really a, a job and I'm happy that I have yeah, Yella now, my husband who joined, who's taking charge. So marketing is a big, uh, you need to get your marketing right. You yeah, have is, to know. Is that an obstacle for you? Is that your challenge yeah. right now for you? Or you don't right have challenges? Now? Everything goes smooth. No, no, of course there is challenges. Eh? I, don't, I don't know exactly how my business is going to evolve now. For now, so far, so good. Of course, it's uh, not as blossoming as, as it was a few months mm-hmm. ago. Um, there's uh, less money coming in, but the business is continuing. I have, you know, 
I have one-on-one -on -one coaching clients who were about to start and, and now it's just delayed. As soon as we can work together, we'll start again. And there's, I have some people in a way on a, on a waiting list. And I've even made an offer for uh, some trainings in, in autumn. Um, so, but the biggest obstacle uh, to come to that, I, that's my uh, personal experience and opinion, I think for, is, is to, um, to have the courage to, to dare to, I think the biggest obstacle is, is yourself often. Like you have to every time outgrow. It's, um, okay, they often say that the caterpillar and then the butterfly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one metamorphosis. Actually, it's, okay, it's not, maybe not as beautiful, but I, I think more of like the snake who outgrows its old skin yeah. many times. Yes. So there's always this, okay, uh, oftentimes you think, okay, yeah, if I, if I get the mindset right and I have to work a bit on my marketing skills and I, uh, if I have a few of those clients and then, and then I'll be there. But then you're there and then... But there's yeah, no there. There's no, a journey. No, there is no there. <laughs> the journey is a destination. It's yeah, that. Absolutely. absolutely. So, yeah, what is the obstacle? I think the obstacle is, uh, in a way, yeah, your business is um, a um, projection of yourself. Like, how far you have come in your personal growth, that's how far your business has been able to, to evolve or to grow. So, I would say the biggest obstacle is, um, yeah, sometimes you have to look in the mirror and it can be, you know, uh, very confrontational and it's not yeah. always the most fun thing to do. But, yeah, to look in the mirror and to find out okay what is now again the bullshit yeah. that i'm telling myself that i need to get rid of um, the self-limiting beliefs that you have and everybody yeah. has them eh? you know, mm -hmm. it's true i really believe that business or whatever you're doing as an mm -hmm. entrepreneur which is an extension of who you are as a person and what you believe in a lot of people mm -hmm. think it's something you do no, 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 it's, no, no. it's who no. you are and what you become and that rest is an ex is an is an um an extension of what who you are and what you want to become and so mm -hmm. the doing yeah interesting interesting now uh you're talking about the mindset uh, and the mm -hmm. growing um i assume that is something that you um don't take for granted and that you are working on how do you work on your mindset i mean do you yeah. um i don't know do meditation or do you mm -hmm. uh, follow courses or do you um sports or do you uh, also have a coach for a mindset coach to see where your limiting yeah. beliefs are or how do you mm -hmm. train that good question um so i do work a lot on mindset with my clients okay so whenever i do that i mean both in one-on-one -on -one coaching as as group trainings mindset and it's in the i work on confidence content and connection yeah. and in the confidence pillar it's all about leadership mindset, managing nurse, who are you, who do you want to be? Um, so I work with them. So that's always also a reminder for me. Although, um, especially also now in these special times uh, with Corona, I noticed that uh, I went, I do yoga. Okay. I love yeah. doing yoga because for me, it's body and mind workout. Yeah. Uh, but now, okay, we found now uh, in the morning, my husband and, my, and myself at seven o'clock in the morning, we're out in the garden doing our little morning workouts. Mm -hmm. And then in the evening, before we go to sleep, we now meditate together. Okay. Um, so that's really helpful to yeah. keep the focus, to yeah. keep the, um, yeah, the thoughts in the direction that we yeah. want them to go. Because honestly, yeah, to have to, to try to work 
uh, but having two small kids around, uh, our days are very intense. Yeah, but I have one and it's, LA is the same for me. I mean, for the, yeah. especially the first week, my yeah. wife was ill and I had to take care oh. of Jules. And then you yeah. have like, because I'm always meeting new people and it's always sea yeah. level. So I am having yeah. these Zoom calls with people I don't know and my kid is there, yeah, completely destroying the whole, uh, you know, I don't know, furniture or whatever. Yeah. And you have to keep calm. So if I would meditate in the morning or the evening, I would, mm. I think I would go, I, w I would really be a slave of my emotions and I would be mm. really reactive. I would be angry, mm. or irritated all the time. Where yes. it is not his fault. I mean, he's just expressing himself and maybe searching for attention. Mm -hmm. And it's that balance between being a good dad and being a good, yeah, doing your job perfectly. Yeah. Um, okay, interesting. Now, we're going I, back. Yeah, I really, it's, sorry, it, it is important to develop a practice. It's not something that, you know, you go to a course one and then no. you learn about mindset. No. That, that, no. You have to make it a practice. Also, yeah. yeah, like good habits. It's all about um, it's habits. That's habits. habits. It's, yeah. it's, it's that. Do you watch the news? Do I watch the news? Um, I maybe one or twice, once a day, maybe I check yeah. in a bit, uh, what, what's happening. Not too much because it's, I mean, it's important to know, but then it's also a bit, um, negative. Yeah. Yeah. Negative. And it could, can, yeah, because it's important to know, I believe what is going on, but then of course, yeah. How does media work? They're always looking for sensational stuff and it's so much focused on ooh, 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 and, and the negative. Yeah, 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 yeah. The positive stories don't come through yeah. and there's also plenty of positive stories so yes, i try yes. to yeah remain balanced and yeah, yeah yeah now going back to the public speaking um mm -hmm. i mean i learned from you that warren buffett when he was like i don't know 18 or 19 or 23 mm -hmm. that he followed one course mm -hmm. and it was about public speaking he said the most important course that i ever followed was public speaking i mean if you compare like now public speaking and I don't know 10 to 20 years ago do you see a difference 20 years ago Peter, 10, I, 10, very, yeah, very yeah, I know but maybe <laughs> 10 years ago but I, I I mean you're an expert you're passionate about it I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure I mean if you ask me what is the difference between selling today yeah, yeah. and in the 80s I was also like 10 years in the 80s but I have studied a little bit around that to know what management techniques yeah. or selling techniques yeah. were in the 80s yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I think um, two things. I, I, okay, when I became an entrepreneur, then, you know, at some point I decided to, to focus only on, on the public speaking and, and build my business around that. One of the reasons was because public speaking was there when the Asian Greeks were around and public speaking will still be there, you know, in 100, 200, uh, 1000 years. Um, but how has it changed? It is, um, evolving in the sense that okay so at 20 years ago the trend was more like we think of um men mostly speaking like from authority top yeah. down yeah. one direction very long um like a bit the, typically the professor professor also at the lecture and explaining long and large and everybody just had to listen and the, the, the push uh, approach if you want and i nowadays already i've always i always say that um uh, it starts it's yes you speak but it starts with listening 
listening to, okay, what is in the hearts and the minds of your audience. And I also teach people not to see public, public speaking. You might think that it's about giving a monologue, but it's not, it's always a conversation because I am talking and uh, while I'm talking, you're nodding. So you're also having your thoughts. Well, it's multiple conversations because I have an internal conversation, you have an internal conversation and I'm talking to you and you're reacting to that. And I think a good public speaker, a good speaker knows how to interact with the internal conversation of the audience. So it should always in a way, well, it shouldn't, but I, that's an approach to make sure that when you're public speaking, that it, for the audience, it feels like a conversation no. and not like people don't like being talked at. No. People like that is not speaking at speaking with. I think yeah. that's an interesting distinction for people who want to know about public speaking yeah. to, to think about. But it's it's a conversation. Eh? I mean, yeah. imagine you having a conversation with somebody who is just speaking words and the other person is not even reacting and he just, yeah. he or she is just keep on speaking. I mean, mm. that's not a conversation. I mean, that's not no. even engagement. And I think that's the thing. It's 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 about... Feeling, sensing, um, I mean, I had Marnik van de Broek. He was my first guest. He wrote a book about public speaking. He's a mm -hmm. young guy, young guy. Mm -hmm. And I saw him uh, speaking and he has a completely different style like yours. He's like, he's like mm -hmm. he has that Tony Robbins, if Tony Robbins, you know who he yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. The guy who is really, yeah, yeah, more he, has that, yeah, he has that same energy. He's like 8 a.m. Yes. on a sales conference, shouting yeah. and, and running around. And he has a very yeah. passionate, positive energy. Yes. And the, um, um, I lost completely my point here. Um, the, uh, yeah, and that's what he said. He said, mm -hmm. first of all, before I start, I'm going to talk with some people in the audience. I'm going yes. to ask some questions. Tony Robbins does that also. Eh? And then mm -hmm. he's going to use certain things or use certain phrases to, I wouldn't say, to, to, to interact with them. Mm -hmm. to make it really personal. Um, yeah. And, and he's always searching for that. And it's actually his biggest lesson. When he doesn't do that. Yeah. So, and a lot of people think it's about public speaking. Maybe it's, the term is better public conversation or something. But they just yeah. think about standing a guy or a girl or women standing on the stage and just uh, shouting some words and uh, being the next Martin Luther King or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Now, yeah, because people whatever people relate everything to themselves mm. if i talk about public speaking to whomever and i say things then people will always be like yes for me it's like this or for me it's not like this or i know someone who does that ah, i know someone who does it differently so we're always hearing what is being said from our own perspective, perspective. yeah and yeah. as a speaker you need to be able to yeah, go into that perspective of the of the of the list of the audience. If not, they don't feel the connection and they, they stop listening. Yeah. And what do you prefer? The coaching or do you also prefer the public speaking by itself? If you had to choose. Mm. Uh, if I had to choose, um, I really love the coaching, helping people. Um, when I speak for groups, I also enjoy it very much. But I'd rather be the speaker coach than if you would ask me, eh, Elizabeth, okay, after the crisis, what are you going to be? Um, are you going to go from one big audience to the other or are you, you going to continue coaching people? 
then, um, well, never say never, but at least for now, I really love working with people, coaching them because I have met so many interesting people eh? like you and many others, meeting interesting people, hearing interesting stories. Um, yeah, also insider stories. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting to meet the yeah. people, to meet the stories. And, and I, that's, yeah, what I love about my job. So I yeah, will continue to do that coaching. And I was really amazed how, I mean, after the three days, which were very mm-hmm. confrontational, um, which I like, eh? I mean, that's the best yes. thing. How, yeah, how much you could get out of me. And I wonder, mm-hmm. how do you train yourself? How do you keep up to date? How do you do that? Mm. I mean, it's more than just watching some YouTube videos, I assume. How, how do you stay sharp for yourself? Mm. Of course, yeah, there is continuous practice because I'm always working with people. And then it's, um, yeah, I read books and articles and I have a bit of like some antennas are on and whenever there's something about public speaking, personal development, uh, but also, yeah, psychology, how do we, yeah, how does the brain work, all uh, all these things. I was working, uh, one client was... um, uh, artificial intelligence um, development company. Um, so it was super interesting to work with these people. Okay, yeah, of course, they also work with speech technology yeah. and uh, how they see, yeah. To, um, so I'm constantly, this is um, the filter with which I look at information yeah. out there and I look for it and I have, yeah, I also have books and then I see videos and I, there's people I follow, um, I have here because um, this is a great book that I found out about. How to own the room, okay. How to own the room. Great. Beautiful title, right? So this yes. book, and then I have like this book. Find your voice. Your voice. Yes. So the, the, just quickly on the how to own the room. I love this book because it's about uh, different speakers, female speakers, but it's like, um, be more Michelle, be more Michelle Obama, yeah. how, how it's yeah. she as a speaker. Yeah. Be more um, Chimamanda, this uh, Nigerian writer and, and yeah. that speaker. Yeah. Be more Angela, Angela Merkel. Yeah. So in the book, um, the author Viv Groskop, she um, analyzes different famous uh, speeches or, or speakers, also opera. Uh, and I, I love the book because uh, in my approach, I don't, the people I work with, I don't all put them through the same uh, mal eh, form. Yeah. And like, it's not like there's one kind of, one ideal kind of speaker. The no. good speaker is the speaker who can really be him or herself yes. on the stage. Yes, of course, there's techniques, but most people don't recognize themselves in the stereotypical speaker. And that's why this book is so great, because it gives diff- like introvert, extrovert, intellectual, more this, more that, um, political, eh? Michelle uh, Obama, of course, eh? highly educated, but then in a political context, how did she, she there was constraints for her and, and she developed a lot, eh? trained a lot. And so to have these different role models for speakers yeah. makes this book very, very valuable. Yeah. Do, you, do you think, um, I, I think it is, but do you think that the fact that you are a female speaker coach is mm-hmm. a big advantage for you? Because I, I don't know how you do it, but you combine that very powerful, confident power without being arrogant, which is typically male. Um, mm-hmm. And then with a kind of 
and this is a positive thing, a female soft touch mm -hmm. to coach your clients. So you're actually confronting them, but at the same time, you're very, very soft. That's at least what I received. Yeah. Do, you see, do, you, do you think that's an advantage? Because I, I didn't want to have a, a man, yeah. to, be on, to, to, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, well, okay, first of all, uh, human to human, people choose people. So uh, there is reasons, and I think you've listed them, why you chose to work with me. Mm -hmm. um, then I very much believe in a positive approach. Um, to give an example, I once had someone in a training and she said, okay, I once, she said, Elizabeth, once I went to a public speaking training mm -hmm. and the trainer kind of humiliated me in front of the whole group okay. and it almost traumatized me. Yeah. And after that training, I, yeah, I, now I'm afraid. So, and then she came to me, okay, this is, yeah, happened to her. In any case, I always start from a positive approach. I always look at the person and what the person is doing well when it comes to communicating. I try to assess uh, quickly what kind of personality. I ask the, the, the client I work with, okay, what does it mean for you yeah. to be a good speaker? A good yeah. speaker, what is that? So I, and because that's also one of the things I work on, like work on when it comes to public speaking, what does success look like? No. Define it. That's eh? also about taking ownership and, and no. mindset, etc. So, um, but back to your question um, on the, yeah, the females being a female speaker coach. Yeah, I guess it's, it has definitely has advantages. Um, mm -hmm. It's, who I am, of course, I cannot yeah. change it. So it has become, it's part of my personal brand. Uh, I think indeed my style is, um, yeah, it's not about being aggressive, but it's about mm -hmm. people want to inspire, people want to do Grow. this trust-based influence, they want to motivate, they want to have impact, and how do you do that? And everybody has to find their own style. But I do believe, I, I, I believe in a, um, Okay, how to, eh, on television, what journalists like to put up or in panels is to have confronting views. And then yeah. there is heavy polemic and, and debate. Eh? Viewers love this, mm -hmm. but that's not how you come to, to compromise. So what I work on with people is also, okay, how do you create goodwill? How do you prevent resistance? Because if you speak, you can play with it. Eh? You can shock a little bit and put your audience a little bit in resistance then pull them back. But in the end, if you want to win people over yeah, you have to also, as a speaker, come, come with a positive approach. And um, so this is, yeah, I guess my style, being clear, but yeah, have that kind assertiveness. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, uh, cold, not, not cold, no, yeah. and not, uh, what's it called, uh, let it go, what's the movie called? Frozen, that uh, Ice yeah, Prince is not that kind of... Uh... Now I have to... There's no such a thing as coincidence. I mean, uh, synchronicity, synchronicity eh? you know, synchronicity? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah. Are there any role models that you admire or inspire you? You mentioned already a couple of names like Oprah, mm -hmm. um, um, like Angela Merkel, um, mm -hmm. um, what were the others? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, Michelle Obama is a great... Michelle Obama. Yeah, she's a great speaker. Um, I love how she, yeah, she is warm, but she also has authority. Yeah. But she's very, 
relatable. She's very high status, yeah. but I wouldn't be afraid to talk to her when yeah. I would yeah. meet her. And she so has content, eh? she has something to yeah. say. Eh? It's not just yeah. being the wife of... No, 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 no. Because Barack Obama, he presents himself, eh? do you know who I am? I'm the husband of Michelle Obama. So he, he plays also yeah, with that. Uh, yeah. So but she's yeah, so a role model? Sorry? She is your role model? Are, are there other um, uh, people that you admire, uh, inspire you? Mm. Yeah, the thing is, okay, I don't like um, exaggerated... Um, no, it's not about idolizing it. I'm not saying uh, that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know. Um, yeah, role models. Um, Chris Anderson, uh, the founder, who I, or the guy who at one point, I think, bought TED and then made it really big. I think he's also great. Um, yeah, quite some uh, TED speakers. I've worked, I had the honor and opportunity to work with uh, Zelda Lagrange, who is the right hand of Nelson Mandela. I have, I think, Nelson Mandela in his leadership, in his way of approaching people yeah. with this, always this kind smile, but you, you wouldn't mess with him. So he had this, a lot of authority. Yeah. Uh, so that I, I find really fascinating. And it's also the kind of, um, because leaders, uh, public speaking for me is also a lot about leadership uh, mm -hmm. and the, the speaker is a leader uh, if you're on a stage or you're talking to people. So um, I like to look also at role models. I like to think of role models also in the, in the sense of, okay, what kind of leadership? And there is uh, the name escapes me now, but also the prime minister of uh, New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. These are the people I, I, that are yeah. Yeah, great role models yeah. for. Yeah. Know, okay. Yeah. Now something completely different between in the, during mm -hmm. the corona times, you have created Moonshine. Yes. <laughs> what, what, what is that? And where did, yeah. where did you get that idea? Yes. So um, Corona eh, hit, uh, hit us and then, um, I was, yeah, a lot of things were happening. And then I was like, okay. I, and then there was this idea that we'll all have a lot of time. I don't agree because all people who have kids in the house and who try to work, yeah, <laughs> don't have much time. But in any case, um, I was yeah okay. So Corona, and then I was like, yeah, I want to do. I had been wanting to show up more on video, on social media and online, and I felt like now with Corona and and people being at home, it was the time and the opportunity to do so. And so sometimes I just like to jump on the ideas that I have and put mm -hmm. them um, into action immediately. And um, so I just did. I felt like, okay, this was the, the thinking that I had. I, I felt like, okay, I, as an entrepreneur, I know what entrepreneurial anxiety is. Mm -hmm. As a speaker coach, I know what speaker anxiety is. Mm -hmm. and, and I know how, I mean, I know, I have my experience of how to deal with, with change and how I, uh, wanting to control and not feeling comfortable. And, and, um, and now in these times, maybe there's some lessons that I can share with people for okay. free, make some videos. So that was the, the original idea also. And to have, so bring some positive vibes. So it was Noonshine, positive vibes for positive impact. And I was gonna then put in some tips on how to deal with, yeah, with this anxiety and how to stay in those positive vibes. Yeah. Uh, so it's all, yeah, about mindsets. 
about um, influence. I mean, what can you control? Because we feel like there's so much happening that we that we cannot not control. So how do you keep yourself together? Yeah. And how do you work on uh, what are my best tips on confidence? So that's how this um, came about. And so for two weeks, every day at 12 o'clock, I showed up. Uh, it was supposed to be 15 minutes. Sometimes it was a little bit longer, but um, it was absolutely great to do it. Great uh, to see the reactions of, of the people and how they appreciated it and how the tips were, were helpful as well. And then, um, and then it actually also generated some, some business. business. So it's yeah. a win, 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 win on all, on all fronts. Then, okay, I did it for two weeks. It was more, as you say, right? You do the video, but then, yeah, it was difficult to find time to prepare. Then you have to market it a bit, communicate, follow up, uh, put the video online. Uh, then I involved um, a graphic recorder, Joyce van Kerkhoven from Incorporate Me. So she was then doing live uh, graphic recording. So there was also a little bit of extra work um, to have her involved, etc. So after two weeks, I was like, okay, it's okay to have a break. <laughs> okay. And then I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up later. Uh, so I still, I want to pick it up again, but now I have my work uh, with my clients and then there's the kids. So I'm, I'm busy yeah. enough. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now um, I'm going to go back to the, to the public speaking again. There was a couple yeah. of years, there was a big trend on storytelling. I mean, yes. I mean, is for you public speaking, is storytelling a part of, of public speaking or how do you see that? Or, or do you think, do you think that storytelling is a little bit too hyped? Um, so maybe in a way it was too hyped in the sense that then everybody was talking about it but then what was it ultimately mm -hmm. um, or yeah all of a sudden so many people were giving courses but I, I yeah I do believe it's it's I mean it, it not believe it's it is a very important part of of speaking and about if you you inspire by stories but and and your story your personal story mm -hmm. um, you tell you make a point, you bring a message, and then you illustrate it with, with an anecdote or with a short story or a longer story. And then there is also always, so those are the, uh, the, the more, more individual level story, but then there's also the bigger stories. And now clearly with Corona hitting, um, we, the, the bigger story on which our society is resting mm -hmm. is now being questioned. Um, if, if you want economically, we were in the story of, um, oh yeah, grow, grow, exponential growth, growth hacking, uh, bigger, better, more money, uh, but we were exhausting uh, the planet. I mean, we uh, we're in a way still are. So that, that's a bigger story that's out there and, and people, um, yeah, follow or don't follow these bigger yeah. stories. But in any case, like these bigger stories uh, or stories that we tell our children. Okay, as a female uh, coach, I'm also very sensitive to um, stereotypes. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, boys should do this, or boys mm -hmm. don't do that. Girls do this, girls shouldn't do that. Those are also little stories that we tell people, or, uh, or we tell stories for so many reasons. We also tell our children, uh, when you cross the street, be careful, because you know, once there was a girl and she didn't watch out and a car came and she was flat as a pancake. So um yeah stories are, are out there they're important um they serve a purpose and so yes to master the art of storytelling is important when you want to 
become a good speaker, but it doesn't have to be difficult no. or... Okay. And can anybody become a good public speaker, in your personal opinion? Um, yes. Assuming, assuming that they want it, eh, of course. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, have yeah, to yeah. Want it, eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently came up uh, about this um, from the book How to Own the Room, the, the room, the uh, fifth proscope. She wrote, uh, you don't have to be a good speaker to give a good speech. Okay. I, yeah, I read that and I felt like, oh, interesting one. I'm going to let that uh, simmer a bit. And, um, but to come back to your question, yes, I believe everybody can be a good speaker. Absolutely. Uh, some people will contradict. They will tell me, yeah, but you need a little bit of talent or you need some natural charisma. But I don't, I don't agree because I believe everybody has stories to tell. And for me, a good speaker is someone who can be him or herself yeah. who you can be super like uh, Greta Thunberg eh? she is on the autism specter and she has her very peculiar way of speaking but that's a style of speaking that's it yeah. and for me so yes everybody can um, you know with um, if you allow yourself to be a good it's a yeah. lot of eh? allowing yourself imagining um, the impact you want to make yeah. think I always also tell people I start to work with, okay, you're going to do an important presentation or give a speech. Let's start with, okay, one week after you have presented or spoken, people from the audience, they meet up again. Mm -hmm. What do you want them to tell to each other? Like, okay, what do you remember about this speech? Okay. And, um, and yeah. Great. Now, Elizabeth, within yes. 10 years, who is uh, Elizabeth yeah. van den Berg? Within 10 years... Um, well, I hope to still be the same person and be in good health. And um, I'd be curious to see, yeah, where the business has grown into. I want to be, yeah, to grow the business, do more one-on-one -on -one high level coaching, um, build also a bit, be more visible online. Okay. See how we can scale, um, sharing how my dream is really to help yeah, as many people as possible. And then okay. we'll be seeing, checking in on how to do that. Because even if I do a lot of high end coaching and I know it's a big investment, um, there is that. But I also want to be able to help everybody is maybe a little bit too naive or ambitious, but, um, you know, have a lot of impact. And, and I mean, well, to, to help people. Yeah. Okay. To speaking skills. I mean, you have now the the one to one uh, public coaching. Is there mm -hmm. is there already something, a next thing, a next project that you're thinking about? I mean, you're talking about scalable. Then I'm thinking about mm -hmm. having some kind of online course or something, uh, which mm -hmm. you can actually scale the instead of just charging your hours charging mm -hmm. you put the effort of an of an hour but you can sell it more is it's, mm -hmm. is, is that something uh, are you thinking about the next thing after this yeah, yeah, yeah um we already have a short online video course that is pre-recorded and i have actually in january when i launched the powerful presence program that is a blended uh, program so yeah. it's half live live days and then there is webinars and 
also private one-on-one -on -one coaching. So that's a, a mix and, and we'll continue with, with that as well. Okay, cool. Bring more, yeah, online, do more, do, yeah, one-on-one -on -one and then see. We also want to keep it simple in the business because, yeah, there's two of us. Yes, so that's good. Uh, but, yeah. I think a good business is also I, I, because I that's my that was my big challenge. If we talked earlier about uh, the the mindset and and the limiting beliefs, and mm -hmm. I feel like in the last year I was doing a, too many different things, things. Okay. and saying yes to maybe too many things. And it's all nice and it's great, and and so many people ask for your help and services, and can you come here and can you come speak? And it's great, um, but it's also takes a lot of energy and, and so, do, you, do you know why you, you said yes to everybody i mean not everybody but no. yeah because it's um but too much uh ha, it's it's at, at some when you start out that that's the dream that so many people want to work with you that and and then you know you work towards that and then it's happening um but then yeah at some point you realize okay I need a bit more more balance or but some yeah some things are also just fun as an entrepreneur yeah. i have the freedom to do what i want and if someone comes with a nice idea or i have a nice idea i have the freedom to just jump on it and that's mm. for me also part of the fun yeah. but then on the other side you know you are running a business and yeah. it's about the people but it also has to be profitable and yeah. you know you want to grow and be able to invest so to have um that business point of view on the on the business yeah. is, is important yeah you, you you triggered me um with something you said i it's already mm -hmm. a couple of times you're yeah. always talking about the we the we the we and when we have met a couple of years ago there was still the the elizabeth and elizabeth how yeah. how is it to work together with your man husband aha uh -huh. good question um it's great and it's sometimes also not so easy it's uh, <laughs> we have um i think it's it's wonderful it was it's great that we work for the same thing because first he was having also his own company i mean you have we have a family so that's a business on itself the household the kids and then he had his business and i had my business and it was it was stuff I've, yeah, to 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 um, to arrange everything to plan everything. yeah to arrange and, and yeah the push all that forward and so and then at some point my business really started taking off well and then it was when the door was open but he oh he had never said yes so i i i wasn't asking anymore but one day he said you know what i'm i'll join you and so he joined me and with all his online marketing copywriting mm -hmm. and and like and funnel expertise he can take care of the um, of the marketing and and build the email list so it's really great to have that professional help and and to know that you know we're working towards the the same cool. goal yeah yeah great but it's it's also you know if you uh, how is it of course we talk a lot about business eh? it's always somewhere in yeah. our mind so it's difficult to switch it off eh? but, so it, that's something but that's that was my question also i mean when it's in the weekend or something and yeah. you are together with the children are you because yeah it's the same with me okay i'm not yeah. working together with my wife but she's helping yeah. me and i'm helping her with some things 
and yeah. yeah when we're having dinner or something we're going to talk about business because i'm also passionate about it i mean that's the it, thing yeah is, is, is that then hard and when you're going for a picnic or something that you again talk about business or is it for you guys i wouldn't say easy but turn on the switch and now mm. romantic with the two children it's I would, when the kids are there, we don't, you know, we interact with the kids and we don't, you know, when they're there, we cannot really talk about business. We sometimes we try, but it doesn't, it doesn't work. But then, uh, of course, we talk a lot about business, but it's our passion. So, and we're, we don't know any better by now in a yeah. way. Uh, but we do try to, we are aware that, okay, eh, there is, um, we are a couple, we have a family, eh? so I'm, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm also a, a friend, I have friends and I want to see them sometimes, and there's also me, sometimes I wanna also do my own things. So to give space to all of those yeah, different yeah. roles, and sometimes I also just wanna not be the speaker coach and just be on my own, and, and, and so to give, I think it's, and we take responsibility, me and Yella, for, you know, he takes time to play the guitar, I take time to, yeah, I mean, now I don't go out so often, clearly, but to do my things, uh, take my yeah. bike, go out, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now as a last question, because uh, yeah. yeah, this hour feels like a minute. Yes. Um, <laughs> what is still a crazy dream for you to be or to do? Mm. It can be anything. Eh? It can be uh, like yeah. talking for you in or something. It can be playing yeah. in a Hollywood movie next to Brad Pitt's any yeah. crazy and it has to be crazy it has to be moonshot thinking yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah crazy like um to have a big tv show of my own cool yeah where like 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 people. like what I, uh... yeah like oprah winfrey something like yeah or this kind of really um yeah well I mean, Jan Bommeré, the, the author I had yeah. last week, um, he's living next to Ofra. So um, I'm yeah, going to ask him. Yes, so. Yeah, 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 it's true. <laughs> but also, yeah, I, I position my, and I work as an international speaker coach. So, um, and I was going, I went to Switzerland uh, recently. In October, I was in, in Warsaw, in Poland. I was supposed to be in Benin, in Africa, in two weeks, but... So to, yeah, to go around, travel the world, um, that would be nice. And to have, um, but it's not, yeah, it's, I think in, ultimately it's about having the impact and how to help as many people as possible. That's your biggest dream. If you yes. can like touch, like I'm yeah. saying crazy number, yeah. like 1 million yeah. people. Yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to. I am visible because I have to be visible. If not, people cannot find me, but it's not the goal. It's not like, oh, no, I want no, everybody no. to know no, me. No. I want to be famous. That's really not. It's a side effect. It's the same with me. Yeah. I also play guitar, yeah. not to be famous or I do this. People say, you're yeah. an influencer. No, no, no. I do this yeah. from passion because it takes yeah. so much time. I do this because I just yeah. discovered this that yeah. I really like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. then that's, that's the side effect, of course. Yeah? Yeah, it's the passion driving you and pushing you forward, always to, to a next level. Um, but yeah, always dream bigger. Because this is also some, actually, this is also a nice little story. I, um, the first thing I did after the Christmas holiday was to go for a singing coaching with Martin Reinders. She's an opera singer, soprano. 
because um, I was always told that I am not good at singing. Mm -hmm. uh, and I felt, I went to a small workshop of hers once or, or a friend of mine took me there in September. And then I was like, oh, I'm gonna work with her. I'm gonna do a session with her because this is pushing me further, mm -hmm. this singing. Because I have, not that I personally believed that I could not sing, but and this was what, what people were telling me. So I felt like, okay, there is a stretch to make. So I went there and then with the piano and then she's really like, yeah, come on, let it out. And you have to free, free your voice and, and sing. And then by the end of the session, only one session, I was listening to hearing myself sing. And it was, it was truly amazing because it's, you know, also in speaking, when you speak for an audience, it's so much also about the energy. Yeah. And from speaking to singing, it's, it's the next level. And it was so amazing to do this singing session um, to feel, to literally feel this vibration, this energy coming out and feeling, being almost surprised by the power that you have yeah. within. Yeah. And so, yeah, voilà. so who no, knows? It's, it's not <laughs> voilà. I mean, I, I had the yeah. same, eh? people told me when yeah. I was 18, I was playing in a band, yeah. you cannot sing. And I really believed, believed that. And yeah. I did the same, eh? I followed an, um, a one-to-one -one coach together with my wife for weeks yeah. and i mean yeah. the first time when there was the piano she was playing the piano and i had to sing a song yeah. of uh, ed sheeran and brian adams mm -hmm. i mean you hear yourself there is a coach yeah. looking at you and your wife is also looking at you and then you have to sing yeah. yeah but once you get over that that's the i mean that's like a box you're opening of passion and like yeah you can really be amazed or like and really look at yourself why did I ever believe that story about myself that I couldn't exactly. sing? Yeah, it's about, yes. Yes, that's another thing. And to own your own story and, and remaking re your story. But the one, one great thing that I, I learned or experienced in this singing coaching was like, because you sing a little bit, but you hold back and then it's not good. And, it's, and then it's not, when we do things and they don't go well, what we usually do is we step back Mm -hmm. But you have to give more. more. It's not less. It's about more yeah. uh, in, in everything that we do. Yeah. Try harder. Try again. Do more. Uh, don't be afraid. And, and with this singing, it was so obvious that, okay, uh, if you hold back a bit, yeah, no, no, go into that full yeah. power, full potential. But, but that's the thing here. Eh? When, when we are yeah. so much trained to, to breathe from here, but when you are learning yeah. to sing, you're singing from the, from the belly. Eh? Yeah. The stomach. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you if you sing here, you're going to. I mean, it's, you're going to be having a hard time to sing. So also training that part is is just yeah. on its own already a big improvement for your life, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, what's the way forward? I think yeah, I want to. I'm passionate about my business, and I'd like to see it grow and and help more and more people and make some positive impacts, positive vibes for positive impacts. What a story. Elizabeth, thanks a lot for the conversation. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to share? Is there anything? Um, I, yeah, there was one thing I thought about. Uh, uh, so uh, often yourself, you're the obstacle because I, I, be I believe everything is possible. And, but nothing goes yeah, in Netherlands klinkt dat beter. Niets gaat vanzelf. Mm -hmm. Nothing just happens out of the blue. Yeah, Everything true. is possible if you believe it. And if you step out of your own way and you allow yourself. Yeah. And, and a beautiful thing is to, um, is to visualize this. The, the yeah. best version. To visualize your dream. Instead of 
coming from anxiety and fear and visualizing all the worst case scenario and oh my god and what if uh, no instead yeah dream big and, and yeah. bigger and and, and yeah. to and i think that's the most beautiful thing that we can all do is to step into our full potential and yeah. allow ourselves to to grow and, and make yeah. mistakes of course because we all do but one step at a time to grow and i think yeah that's then comes back to the beauty and the passion of my job yeah. is that i work with people and i see such a transformation yeah they come with me they, they they come to me and then and then we work together and then they're like wow so many things become possible they get that new job they get the compliments they they move people's they hearts. start a youtube channel or a podcast yeah to see yeah i was waiting happy to talk very happy to finally see you i mean not finally you know the time everything happens at yeah, the right time yeah but so, you planted the seeds but if you would say to me within two yeah. or three years you would start i would say elizabeth <laughs> take your pills please or just don't take them anymore so no it's 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 true and it's you don't yeah. know up front who you're going to meet and what the if yeah. impact is going to be on your life i mean yeah you think at the moment itself it's going to be like this but yeah then you eh, like me i had some public speaking some and then yeah, okay and then mm -hmm. yeah this thing happened and uh, it happened but it doesn't yeah. happen overnight the seed was planted no, 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 years no. ago yeah 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 because that's also the on on one side you can people can improve quickly but then you know good things take time eh? seeds were planted and also when you start your own company you know yeah, it will take a while, but it's worth it. Yeah, and that's and that's why I think it's very important to not strive for perfection, but really st strive for progress. Just doing it, delivering something. Yeah. Next step, and then uh, small things that you can say improvements, and then and then and then and then you yeah. become great. Because if you're always working on your first page and rewriting that and rewriting that, you just have to let it go. Yeah. And then move and then move now but it's it's yeah. and I, I i really the things you're saying i it yeah. really radiates with me because mm -hmm. i think the purpose of a human being is joy and it's your job to really express yourself your full potential to the max mm -hmm. absolutely i mean you're not born just to wake up take care of kids for your kids eat mm -hmm. work get collect things and then yeah. sleep again i mean I really think it's about that. It's really, I mean, reinventing yourself. I mean, you're mm -hmm. a mother, you're a public a speaker coach, you're a singer, mm -hmm. you're a bike, how do you call it, cyclist. Yeah. And, the, and that's the thing. I mean, I, and, and I, for me, at least, is how far can you mm -hmm. go? Mm -hmm. Exactly. That, yeah, that's that is where the joy I really believe. Like you just, I mean, the feeling that you described when you were, telling about the thing you when you were singing i mean mm -hmm. you, you could really feel the you were so proud of yourself and the may the mm -hmm. amazement and the mm -hmm. joy that you mm -hmm. discovered of yourself like okay and i think there is the is the the, the true key to i would say happiness but mm -hmm. it is happiness a fulfillment yeah it's that as that serving part and that's that's yeah I would say striving for more. I mean, it's growing. That's the same. A tree isn't built to stay there. Mm -hmm. and so it's about growing. Yeah. And it will grow, yeah, at its 
own pace and that's okay yeah but to keep growing yeah that's the joy that's the fulfillment yeah. yes absolutely and then to be able to take other people along yeah. on the journey that's, uh, and yeah. this is a very important thing you say at its own pace i mean that's the thing with social media is it it's a really trap to compare your middle or your beginning with somebody else's middle and when you start comparing like oh he has like a million followers and he has like a million this but it's always started with one Absolutely. you start with yeah. one letter one book one like one client one yeah and not a million and i think with comparing you're like mm -hmm. no no it's their story write yours and stick mm -hmm. to yours and take it at your own pace yes it's a challenge eh? it's also a challenge for me because i'm impatient and then you have that's the a big challenge for any entrepreneur because you have a dream you have an idea you want to go there so in your mind you're already there but then you have to go you think you're going to go through the, on the stairs tick, 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 tick. <laughs> it's not the stairs it's like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. but yeah that's also the the adventure the, eh? the journey I mean, the, the imagine imagine yeah. that you would reach your destination and it would go like this and you can predict it wouldn't life be boring Absolutely, yeah. It could. It cannot be like that. Huh? No, no. It has I to mean, be. did you ever read uh, Polo Kulu, the the what is it called, the Alchemist? Alchemist. Long, yeah, quite. It's long time ago. Yeah. That, that's the conclusion of his book. Eh? Yeah. It's not about yeah. the reaching thing, but no. all the things that yeah. happened. Mm -hmm. It's really about the journey and the adventures, and you get into adventure if you dare to take the step, if you have the courage to try something. That maybe you're a bit afraid of but that's how you, yeah you find excitement and and fulfillment and and growth and that's the best thing there is now as a last question do you do you believe that um that more women should dare to stand out and speak out and i mean in a general way i don't mean that mm -hmm. just starting their business but to yeah. be more yeah present yeah of course that's my, uh, my my dream and then my reason also uh one of the reasons why i do the job i do because um when we go to professional conferences when we look at panel debates on television we always see too many men and not enough women uh mm -hmm. it's not only about gender it's also age and, and, yeah, yeah. and, and um, color etc um so um like, what was the question exactly? Do you, do you, do you, do you think that um, more women today... Um, yeah, more women must, should... Yeah, speak up or stand out? Yes, absolutely. And that's why, yeah, it's one of the reasons why I do my job, to see more women out there, more women uh, making themselves visible as entrepreneurs, because we need more role models yes. uh, for the newer generation, because yeah. the... the young girls today with the Instagram, all, yeah. all this, like they see a lot of like this picture perfect women and yeah. before you know they get obsessed with how they look and they forget about the impact that they can have it's you know you don't have a yeah your body is not for the looks it's about what you can do with it and and i think it's really important to have these role models today for the generations to come absolutely and i also so that's on one side i want to see more women standing up speaking out uh, sorry Marnik, <laughs> that's the title of your book but um make themselves visible. And I also want more men to 
have um, to be aware that it's not always easy or that women sometimes are more held back and for men to open the stage for more women. Yeah, and uplift them, eh? I really believe yeah. that too. That's why in this, because I already announced eight uh, in the beginning yeah. and now they're all, I just had yours and for the rest I yeah. believe they're all women and I do it on purpose. Mm, um, because, mm -hmm. yeah. Because no, I, I, no, 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 it's, re it's really, I, I do it on purpose because I really want to, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I have, I don't know where it comes from, but I really have an, um, it's not the, the underdog, but I'm really passionate about people doing something that other people were like, it's not possible that you're going to do that because I had that myself um, mm -hmm. because I, a lot of people who weren't when they were young because I was a really an introvert. I mean, doing a podcast is something really contradictory for me. Mm -hmm. And so, and if it's now a male or, or female, it doesn't matter, but I'm really passionate about those people who are doing something extraordinary. Like um, mm -hmm. within two days, I will have Mahali Deleu, for instance. She has a mm -hmm. autism and syndrome of Asperger. We mm -hmm. have to do it eh? to be visible. Yeah. And I have so much respect for her. And at the same yes. time, she's getting a lot of BS, which I don't mm. find. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and yeah, I don't know. I, I have mm. so much respect for these, these, uh, yeah, mm. persons. So, um, there's another yeah. lady entrepreneur from Antwerp coming. She's like 28 or something. And she has created yeah. an, a very women's healthy underwear from bamboo. And just that story alone, I mean, yeah. she does everything herself everything wow. collecting money everything everything and the way she does it it's yeah yeah and they're young eh? i mean 28 did they i find that crazy Amazing, so yeah. uh yeah, yeah yeah just to do it yeah and it doesn't matter if you now succeed or something it doesn't matter just doing it yeah no good but great because actually i checked when you asked me peter i i um checked okay whether i was going to be the first woman on your podcast but then i saw that there was already some women and i was Ooh, like yeah. yes carol well and, uh, and herit bunnens yeah. yeah, that was yeah. that was by accident i mean i just mm. it i just encountered people and i said oh, interesting yeah. and um, i'm going to ask you and yeah herit i know very well so that was yes. for me very easy and yeah. um, and carol she and this is an interesting story when mm -hmm. I did my first public speaking um, session, just after mm -hmm. I've met you, Carol yeah. was speaking after me and mm -hmm. I was quite mm -hmm. nervous. And I was mm -hmm. talking to her and, I, and, I, and asked, how, hey, how did you do that? How are you going to do this? And she said, yeah. it's just by doing it all the time. So it's yeah. okay, even if you screw it, it's going to be fine, just do it. And I never forget how she made me feel because she really gave me that feeling of, yeah, because hey, she's like yeah, the CEO of, of uh, Duval uh, Union uh, and hey, she's speaking all the time. So for me, it's like, yeah, a big inspiration. And mm -hmm. she was very humble and very yeah, connecting and engaged mm -hmm. and not looking and not giving me a feeling of, yeah, we are just a beginner. No, no, not at all. She was mm -hmm. really like, I feel you and I've been there. Just do it. Yes. Great. And it's going to be okay. And that's actually the reason why I asked her. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's how things work. Yeah. Right. People remember how you made them feel. And then. Uh, yeah. Maya Angelou. Eh? 
Yeah, absolutely. Elizabeth, I want to thank you for your time. We, uh, thank you. It's, it is a very long session, but it's okay. Um, I'm very grateful. I hope you enjoyed it. Absolutely. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yes. And maybe we can do it again in the future because uh, you are now you of uh, the 20th of April, Elizabeth van der Berg. But maybe in a couple of years, um, I don't know, you have done something other. What do I have to do? <laughs> no, no, nothing actually, just being you. So um, well, other, otherwise it would be the Elizabeth and Peter show. So, uh, and that's yeah. not the intention because um, <laughs> who knows? Eh? Um, but thank you so much, Peter, for, for having me. Thank you for the invitation. And yeah, I'm so proud of you eh? after we work together to see you do this, overcoming your, um, yeah, some obstacles, inner yes, obstacles. Yes, Doing it, eh? putting yourself out there so you can be very proud of yourself. Thank you very much, Elizabeth. Wonderful. It was an absolutely wonderful conversation to have. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Elizabeth. Take care and I wish you lots of success with you and your uh, husband and that your, may, that your dreams may come true. And one day, giving yes. a dual speech with Michelle Obama and sitting on the couch with Oprah. Yes, yes, we go for that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Peter. Tschüss.